Welcome to Recapping with Cam. It's a podcast, as you probably know, and it has a very loose premise. Basically, the premise is that I can speak to whoever I want about anything that's happened to them or to people that they might vaguely have heard of. On today's episode, I speak to selfie dad, Burr Martin, and one of my good friends, Kat. I've been thinking a little bit recently how people don't really like when you're if you haven't done something for them they don't like if the reason is that you just forgot to do it people seem to be okay with um i had an emergency or um if you use the word medical uh yeah i can't come to work because i'm going to a medical examination that that reason is pretty widely accepted but if you just say i forgot people were like no that's you should ring me back and come up with something better than i forgot for some reason that that is just not a good enough excuse so if you if you're planning right now if you're listening to this podcast and you're trying to go oh how do i get out of that thing that i really don't want to go to the reason that i don't recommend is to just ring them up and say you know how your your party was last night I forgot. Even if it's true, for some reason the reaction you'll get is like you are lying. Or no, it's not that you're, they people think you're lying. It's actually people just think that that is the slackest, <laughs> the slackest possible reason. Uh, I know that firsthand because I forgot to go to my good friend's wedding. Um, it was ten years ago, but she does remind me. I'd say annually. So um, at the time, I lived about four hours away from her and that's not my excuse and nor is it my reason. My reason genuinely why I didn't go to her wedding, like I'd been sent an official invite. She had like, you know how you write the people's names on the table. I had a spot at a table that her and her husband would have strategically thought, oh, let's put Cam with these people because they have this in common. And then I think on her wedding day, she texts me saying like, how far away are you? And I think the service may have already happened. Um, but yeah, gen- I just said, honestly, I forgot. And I think that maybe we didn't talk for a long time. But now we're, good, we're friends again. We're good friends again. Um, but yeah, she recently, <laughs> she recently reminded me. I posted an Instagram story about something and she replied to the story saying, remember how you didn't go to my wedding because you forgot to so to kind of uh make myself feel better and and like I wasn't the only person who forgot important things I asked the question on my own Instagram what's something that you've forgotten and I asked you guys so I'm going to read you some other important things what's something important that you forgot is the question so here's some answers from my friends Huey said he forgot a torch on a camping trip I think that would have been annoying, um, but he's probably okay now. He's probably come back from the trip safely. Uh, Scott said he forgot the age-old rule to never ask if somebody is pregnant. I asked, and they said no, is what he said here. Yeah, that's um, that's brutal. I'd try to avoid that person forever from that moment on, actually. And why would you even, if you looked down and thought it, just wait it out? just see if they mention something because 
a pregnant person, there's probably a lot going on in their life that revolves around that. Like they'll probably mention that they're going to buy a pram or that things are uncomfortable physically. They'll they'll probably mention it. Don't dive in there. Don't look at the stomach and then hello, my name my name's Scott. How how many months off are you? <laughs> but I'm rubbing that in. Scott, obviously you've realized that's an important thing to try not to forget that rule. Don't ask somebody who looks pregnant if they are pregnant. Uh, Blame Dylan at Blame Dylan said he just forgot his dignity. I think that's generally just for all time. Very honest. Amber says she forgot her child's date of birth. She says, thankfully, not on her birthday, just when I was at the GP's office. So she must have been taking... <laughs> taking her kid to the doctor and I guess the kid was probably sitting there I don't know how old this child is but they must have heard their mum say oh I don't know. I actually know when this when this kid was born uh half price Hancock said the most important thing he ever forgot was his youngest brother's name that's unfortunate I hope hope you've gotten to the bottom of that one now <laughs> I can't I think that I I've got five younger siblings and sometimes I might m call them the wrong name for a second. Um, but I don't think I've ever just forgotten for good and been like, who is that guy? <laughs> who is that guy who's always here in the same house as me? Uh, Scarlett said she forgot. The most important thing she forgot was to stay awake while babysitting her infant brother. And I had some follow-up questions about that because I wasn't sure whether it was like too gnarly to read out but she said that she woke up and he was crawling so he's that's she infant was the right word he was crawling and kind of up, crawling over top of a can of lynx africa which is like the worst deodorant that you can and she managed to stop him from using it because that would have been a tragedy not because of how horrible the smell is but like babies spraying things in their throat um scarlett you're probably the worst on the list um <laughs> But I also had a chat to my friend Kat. Um, I'm not a very forgetful person. I'm too anxious to be forgetful. So I have um, about, this is no joke, I've got a grand total of 1,811 notes in my phone just with things from years ago to remember to do. Wow. Um, and I have done most of them. Yeah. But yeah, I think maybe not very forgetful, but then also because I take notes and like write down everything that I have to do, which is just sounds like such a grim <laughs> way to live your life. Um, I, if someone, like if my partner asks me like, oh, hey, when are you catching up with Frankie or Fiona? Hmm. Um, I, I cannot remember unless I read what I've written down. So it's like, once I write it down, it's not in my head anymore at all. Yeah. So, so there's probably, even if you have forgotten something important, you probably, if you didn't write it down, you probably still don't know that you've forgotten to do it. <laughs> yeah. It's like a big double whammy of like, absolutely never forget stuff. But also as soon as it's on paper, I've forgotten it. Ah. So maybe that is like, the key is like if I actually never wrote anything down, then I would always remember to do stuff. Oh, I see. Um, so writing it down actually doesn't help you. Nah, it yeah. just makes me go, fuck, I've got so much to do. <laughs> Can you open um, up your notes now? 
and have a bit of a scroll and tell me, like read out some of them and tell me if there's any on there that you're like, oh yeah, I didn't do that. Okay. So oh, the most recent one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> most recent one was from 11.51 p.m. last night. Mm-hmm. Um, Laurie and I are renovating an apartment and it just says cabinetry, bedroom wardrobe to sit 100 millimeters off wall, cat to find out if AC unit can go direct on wall, amend cabinetry to work around. <laughs> Oh, so you refer to yourself in the third person. You don't even say, <laughs> you don't even say I need to remember this. <laughs> Cat needs to remember this. Um, okay, I'll do a blind scroll. Yeah. Go back far. Go back into like 2017 or something. Bacon, pastry, carrots, and eggs. Did you get them? From the 17th of April, 2020. So that's like right when the pandemic was starting. That was <laughs> like... You wanted to panic by those three things. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Uh, ah, what have we got here? This you- one's like a poem from the 1st of October, 2012 <laughs> at 6.24 p.m. <laughs> And it just says red sky at night like Turkish delight. That's the whole poem. Because it would have looked like it. I like it. Um, I was actually just about to ask, are you mentally filtering out lyrics and poems as you're looking for these to-do lists? Because that's what my notes are. Lyrics. Yeah. Lyrics to forget. No, you can have lyrics and poems as well. Yeah. Um, let me do another one. This one just says Dana Peter Atkinson. On the 15th of July, 2014 at 1.20 p.m. And I have no idea who that was. I'll look her up. But I can tell you. Yeah, Dana Peter Atkinson. This better not be like Dana Peter Atkinson. Most viewed on Pornhub or something like that. (laughs) (laughs) Giving yourself a reminder. I have to. Um, Okay. She's a woman who lives in Florida. Fort McCoy. Do you know anyone in Florida? No. Okay. Oh, she's probably, surely she's a musician or a creative of some sort. Unless you met somebody and you're like, look, uh, don't give me your number. Just give me your full, (laughs) give me your full name, including the middle one. I'll find you. (laughs) Oh dear. Let's do one more. I got lots from my mum, actually. Yeah. It was a great one in there about how to, um, like, reverse the adverse effects of climate change on Franz Josef Glacier. And she just said, I think that the Prime Minister should just get everyone to do- donate an ice cube. <laughs> <laughs> oh, mum. <laughs> and then <laughs> this actually, like, rings very true. 30th of November, 2015, at 6.31pm, I think we were all going back to New Zealand for some, it must have been for Christmas and she had like done a few things around the house and she said to me like I've got some citronella candles and I was like great like but you never bother to sit outside because you just like you know you like to sit inside with all your comforts mm. and she said yeah but you kids will want to sit outside and burn citronella candles like young folk do old people just want to sit inside with everything shut up we've been outdoors <laughs> <laughs> they've seen it <laughs> yeah What's new out there today that wasn't there 30 or 40 years ago? Exactly. (laughs) I love that. I've worked with people before 
who just constantly say hilarious entertaining things and i wish i'd say like written it into a phone because it was always post-it notes or like a diary on my desk but yeah it sounds like your mum whips out a couple of those quotes regularly oh chronically she's got a great one about um fomo like years ago i remember like fretting about something i was going to miss out on and i still think about this all the time she's always like look just imagine it's like when you go to the supermarket think of walking up and down the aisles at your local supermarket with like your basket in your hand and you're buying ingredients for a meal Mm. there are like thousands upon thousands of ingredients at the supermarket that you could buy yeah. and different variants of those that you could buy but you only choose to buy like a handful of things to make your meal you don't leave the supermarket and go fuck what have i missed out on <laughs> because you're just thinking about going home and doing what you're gonna do so think about life like the supermarket pick the things for your basket and stop stressing about everything else that you didn't buy very wise actually cat's mum very wise another man whose wisdom i respect and who i've followed for a long time on the internet who i think probably follows a similar ethos of not worrying about what he left in the supermarket is the selfie dad the dude that has committed his life to trolling his daughter so i've followed him on instagram for a while uh he's hilarious if you don't follow him already it's at the real burr martin so with two r's and he was publishing things on stories where he had created his own baby Yoda that looks like it's hovering above the floor following him around. I just sent him a message and said, can we have a conversation? And he was like, yeah, I discovered you personally because one of my best friends growing up, my childhood friend, Mike just kept forwarding me your stuff on Instagram. He was like, bro, (laughs) you have to check this guy out. He just constantly trolls his daughter and I've been following you ever since. It's hilarious. Um, How's that all been going? Is she still seeing the funny side of it? Oh yeah, yeah. Um, in fact, she because uh, of the whole COVID thing, they she actually moved back in. She's been living with us for about a year now. So, um, you know, it's oh yeah, we're we're fine. Um, she's always said, you know, we're not a huggy family, so we just kind of it teasing each other is how we show love. So. <laughs> I relate to that. Maybe deep down somewhere I'm a Martin by blood because I think that's how my family does it as well. It's like the more you oh, yeah. ha- hassle your sibling or the more you like make fun of them, it's a, it's a sign of affection. Yeah, yeah. And you yeah. know, if, if someone else makes fun of them, you're like, hey, hey, that's my job. Exactly. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's the important <laughs> distinction, I think. So how are you feeling about the election result? Um, it's so weird because... I mean, I'm, I'm 50 from, and I, so I've seen a lot of elections and I've never seen so many people like dancing in the streets. There were some guy just launched a bunch of fireworks by our house and yeah, it, it, it's, you know, I'm a nerd. So I'm, I'm instantly thinking it's just like return of the Jedi at the <laughs> end. It's it, there, there's crowds and screaming and I've never seen that before. Yeah. So it's, it's kind of amazing. It, that many people are like that happy you know exactly are you feeling swept up by it do you feel like you'll be out in the streets soon or are you like hey that's great for you i'm okay inside there's a virus i uh i live i live very close for a predominantly red state that was almost 100 percent for trump so i'm just kind of hey that's cool 
<laughs> I'm gonna. <laughs> I have to, I have to drive into your state to go to work, so uh, you know I'm just gonna keep the windows up. And was there an election? Was there? I didn't I didn't hear anything. That's a very smart move, Bear. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> um, my my daughter though is she she she's gonna kill me for saying this, but she did end up uh, crying. Oh, because out, uh, out of happiness. Out of happy. Well, she's very worried because um, about two years ago they she almost she had needed her appendix out and it was like an emergency so they had to rush her to the hospital and while they were doing the appendectomy they found some cancer and so she that freaked her out so she's had and she still has a little bit and her immune system is kind of compromised and yeah. so with everything going on living next to a red state there and trump he kind of he tells the anti-maskers he kind of emboldens them don't wear a mask so it scares her a lot because of her immune system. And then just, just the whole thing where everybody's just so angry all the time. She works in a place where they're asking to put masks on and they call her the B word like three times a day. And she just, she's scared to death. She hates it. She's like, finally, maybe this will stop, you know, just yeah. making her, her life just miserable. Yeah, man. Uh, I feel for her. how are you going aside from aside from that? Have you been affected by anything that's happened? Have you managed to keep your work and you've still you're still doing okay? Or what? Yeah, for you? yeah, that's that's the weird part is, is somebody did ask me that are you better off than you were four years ago? I am. But it's because my my job, they let go almost 60% of the people there. Um, I just went to New York on a vacation uh, two weeks ago. And that was my first vacation since this all started um, almost like over a year. Yeah. Um, I've saved a lot of money because everything's closed and there's nowhere to go. Yeah. So I have more money, but I would trade it all. I mean, I, I lost friends um, at work, you know, they were laid off. I'll, I'll probably never see them again. Um, and just, yeah, it's, it hasn't, really affected me personally on like just a materialistic level but everything else is just I, i've known friends like i had a friend you know crying on the phone he's worked at a place for 20 years i had to lay him off and so with that i and because of the selfie dad thing i've i've gotten to talk to people all around the world mm -hmm. and i i know uh, two transgender people that they quit the military because they were scared um I, I know uh, I've, I've got a friend who's gay who he was frightened to just go out, you know? And so the, the whole last four years have just been crazy. And it's funny cause I have like a, a friend in Canada yeah. who and he's just always, what's going on down there? What are you guys doing down there? What is going on? Yeah. Yeah. yeah I'm from, I'm in Australia, but I'm from New Zealand and New Zealand um, overall did pretty well to, kind of get itself back in line and sorted when the virus hit Australia mm. it's all divided up like different states have different things going on but I'm in a fairly unaffected area in Perth which is the very left-hand side of Australia at the moment so for myself I'm doing okay and it's like work is I've still got work and everything is, mm -hmm. is pretty smooth but yeah every, pretty much everybody has been affected in some way by either reduced hours at work or some kind of big change I think everybody's kind of still in a shock state i think probably globally yeah nobody you can't you can't plan for it it's a weird survivor's guilt 
you know, it's like, I have a job and I'm sorry. You know, I, I, I see all these people that are like working from home and it's like, well, that'd be great. But then would it be? Cause a lot of those people got laid off. So then it's like, yeah, it's yeah. a weird, I shouldn't feel guilty, but I do. Has it affected your creativity? So you're hilarious. The, the content that you put out is very funny and the world right now isn't really that funny if you look at it. <laughs> do you really find not. it to be a battle? Like how do you how do you balance all of that out when you're when you're trolling your daughter or when you're like putting up funny yeah. content? How do you how do you kind of yeah make make come to terms with that? It's it's weird because if I get an idea in my head, I like like I did a video of what if the Orville, the the science fiction show, what if that was like the office? And so I had all these little scenes in my head rolling. Like, yeah, that'd be kind of funny. And it's like, when it's in there, it won't go away until I do it. And yeah. it may take me weeks, but I have to get it out. Yeah. So, but I was also working so long and so many hours I come home and I'm tired and you try and be creative and you're just it's like, nothing's working and you get upset. But I just, I feel like I have to get it out. Yeah. And if I can make somebody just laugh, even for a sec, I'm like, okay, cool. That was worth it. Yeah. That's beautiful. But yeah. It's, it's, it's not always easy, but it's like, it's in there and it's got to come out. Cause somebody asked me, they're like, well, what are you going to do? You know, she moves out or she doesn't want you to do it anymore. And I'm like, I'm probably going to be 70 trying to make some person I've never seen before on the internet laugh. And that's selfie granddad. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> Um, the the piece of content that you published recently that I was really inspired by and blown away by actually was you published uh, you've made your own baby Yoda and it did lo- it looks like it's flying oh have you got it nearby I got oh yeah yeah bring them over <laughs> yes there we there we go does he make noises so the Yoda's a toy yeah um that I got like a Walmart. And so he blinks and moves around and all this, but then I've got, so I've got this. Can you hold him there? I'm just going to take a screenshot. Here we go. There we go. Perfect. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. You got that. So clear plastic tube. Yep. And then I put down some, uh, just some craft foam and spray paint it with like the rock spray. Yep. So for, for just like a base, nice. um, and then, yeah, you can just kind of pull him around. and So for him to move around, what's the process there? I, I thought that he was on one of those automatic vacuum cleaners, you know, those robo vacuums. Was he on one? <laughs> <laughs> Is that how he moves? I, I've got like a small fishing line oh. that I can kind of just wrap around me. Um, <laughs> see if I can get him to move here. I, I bought this at the store and I didn't show my wife because so I'm, I'm, I'm 50, but I'm still embarrassed that I'm buying toys. <laughs> so, so there we go. I can hear him. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Has she seen him now? And what did she think? Oh yeah. Uh, she just rolls her eyes now. <laughs> <She's> just, <laughs> um, I, I will come upstairs and like, I have a, a full like Mandalorian costume that I've made myself and, yeah. and she'll just kind of, okay. 
It's just <laughs> used to it by now. You know, she's see, she's seen me in a white tank top and tattoos. So <laughs> how much further can I go? <laughs> yeah, man. Um, so you've, but you, this isn't the first time that you've made like a, a cosplay or something to do with comic books or Star Wars, what oh, else, no. like costume wise or toy wise. What else have you made recently? Um, you know, I tried to bring him up and, and he was too big. So if you scroll through my Instagram forever, yeah. um, I made a, uh, a, a like almost seven foot tall Groot uh, yeah. from Guardians of the Galaxy out of some craft foam and stuff. And uh, I've, been, I've been cosplaying for like 30 years and I'm in like the 501st, the Star Wars group. Yeah. Um, so I'm very, I've always thought like you can cosplay and have a costume and that's fun, mm-hmm. but it's the accessories that, that make it, you know, you've got to have, you've got to have that little extra something. Exactly. Um, so that's, you know, that's where Yoda comes in. And I, uh, you remember Star Wars, the salacious crumb, the little, hey, 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 the little monkey oh, type of thing on like Jabba a- the Hutt. He's like a really ugly gremlin sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so yeah. I got one of those at Disney world. And so yeah. when I'm an Imperial officer, I'll put him on my shoulder and yeah. it just, it, you know, you got to have little accessories. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so <laughs> say, got uh, my own Mandalorian helmet. How long did that take to make? Uh, longer than I wanted to. Um, the helmet came with just a resin, but then it's the painting and like some of the panel if you can see like there's three different shades of gray so yeah. i mean when paint something little kids will spot it right away they'll look and go that's fake just instantly so it, you kind of got to fool the kids so i'm really meticulous on trying to get paint schemes and all that and like like yoda I'm, i try to you know hide the base a little bit and yeah when did um, Yoda get to see the light of day? Are you able to take him around? Because I'm imagining that like expos or comic cons are all pretty much like closed at the moment. Have you got a plan to take baby Yoda to the shops or like have you? Got- <laughs> <laughs> they, they are. It's, and and that's, that's pretty much why I, um, I've got a, uh, okay. Can you hang on a second? Yeah, for sure. He's over in the corner. I got to grab him. Yeah, go for it. All right, this was scaring the dog, so I had to hide it. But in the in the season one Mandalorian, there was a krill, an ugnot. So oh, I'm I'm okay. kind of I'm making a full size krill. That scares me. I can understand. So it's it's very frightening. Yeah. <laughs> so the head. I'm just going to explain it for people that are just listening to audio. The head is. I'd say like finished. It's got texture on it. You can tell which alien from Star Wars it is. But then as Burr lifts it up. The body, I'm guessing, is still a work in progress, and it almost looks like a skeleton made of clouds. Yeah, it's uh, at my work, we do a lot of stuff with shrink wrap. So I just grab all the shrink wrap, wrap it around. Yep. Um, I, ha- I found some super balls that look like eyes during Halloween, so I put those in there. Um, yeah, it, it, I've, I've had all this energy to like make stuff mm. for cons. Um, we... Our 501st guys, I got to take the little salacious crumb out. Our 501st guys did a diaper drive for a local place that has, you know, like young babies and mothers and stuff, and they need the diapers. Yeah. So I made him, but then I, I'm kind of in charge of Lilac City Comic Con in Spokane, oh, yeah. their, their costume contest. Mm. So I feel like I have to up my game if I'm going to be 
up there and hosting and be a judge. So again, it's, it's accessories and. Do you know what you're going as for the next one? Have you already thought that far ahead? Uh, probably the first day an Imperial officer, um, which is tough because equestrian riding boots, I, I'm not a tall guy and they, <laughs> they, they go way up to your knee. I, I can't do stairs. I have kind of <laughs> hobble down like a stiff action figure. Yeah. Um, and then uh, Sunday, I don't know. Sunday is mainly kids. So I try and dress like something fun for kids. That's when we do like the kids costume contest. Yeah. Awesome. I hadn't heard of Spokane, Washington until we were arranging to have this conversation. Oh. <laughs> what, what's, um, what's Spokane known for? Like, does it have in New Zealand, every small town kind of has a giant paper mache, either like a paper mache carrot or like a paper mache sheep. Every small town has their like thing <laughs> that they, that is like integral to their identity. What's Spokane's thing? Uh, the joke answer would be meth. <laughs> <laughs> That's also the same for a lot of those small towns in New Zealand. <laughs> um, uh, we we had an expo back in the seventies. Uh, yeah, we're we're the we're like we're basically the other Seattle. Seattle's mm-hmm. on one side and we're on the other. So we're there's only like the two major cities and we're kind of the other one. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's about it. That's uh Yeah. We had a, oh, awesome. we have a we have a pavilion, we have a park. It's Well, maybe you live on Maybe you're mm-hmm. that thing now, that iconic. Maybe that thing yeah. from Well, Spokane. there was there was me and I heard that uh uh piano cat, Casio cat. There was like some guy would play him out, cat, and he would do like the little pause. I heard he went viral and he was from Spokane. Yeah. Um have you crossed But yeah, that's uh, I think so. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's 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 it. When the selfie dad thing hit, I would get calls from news going, "Wait, we just found out you're from here. So can we come talk to you?" <laughs> yeah. Uh, I love it. And what's next big project wise? So I know that creatively it sounds like you're still finding a way to make sure that you're uh creating costumes, making fun things. But I guess there's probably like underlying you're like my big next thing that i want to do is this are you able to share anything like that with me um yeah it i've got some pictures on my instagram um i this is so sad to say so i've only owned one car in my life and that was like way back when i was a kid in 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 the we'll just say late 80s yeah um and so after that i met my wife and every time we had a car it was always like well, it was either cheap enough to buy or we need a van for the kids. Mm. And that's the way it was. Well, now all the kids have kind of grown. So I finally got a chance to get my own car. And I told my wife, I said, I want something weird and unique. Mm -hmm. And so we found a white Nissan Cube, which (laughs) you're going to have to look it up. It is, it is odd shaped. It has no sharp corners. Everything is rounded. It has, I think we counted 12 cup holders. <laughs> so it's kind of a, it's kind of a party car. I, I see. I'm looking at a picture now. I think like when you first hear Nissan cube, you kind of think, Oh, it's probably like a, like you imagine it as a cube, but it looks exactly like an ice cube. Like the corners are sort of round, <laughs> rounded like yes. an ice cube. <laughs> yeah. So it's unique. Yeah. Um, and so right now I'm making that into a ghostbuster car. Um, I've got a few pictures on, on uh, Instagram, but then I've got also, I'm working on like the top part 
with the big cage and all the gadgets yeah. and everything. Um, I'm probably getting a, the light bar for Christmas that no one knows about except me for right now. <laughs> uh, so getting a, getting a light bar and fixing that up. And um, I've already been invited to uh, Lake City Con next year to kind of have it sit out and Love already. It. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, awesome. I'm happy and I keep it. everything on it. I just like driving around because it's like, it's an ugly car, but when you drive down the freeway and you have Ghostbuster things on the side, you know, it's kind of like, a, it's ugly, but you put some makeup on it. I like it. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> well, awesome. Thank you so much for taking the time to chat with me, Burr. It sounds like you've got a lot of creative projects on the go and I wish you all the best for them. And um, yeah. It sounds like you're taking care of yourself, taking care of your family. So all the best to you. Well, thank you. Thank you for having me on. This has been fun. Yeah, I, I, you know, we, we just talked on Instagram, so I wasn't sure where you were from. So I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. I was hoping yeah. you weren't just like, you know, from Boston or something. And, you know, yeah. I like I, talking I, to people outside the country. It's fun. Fair enough. Has my accent been hard or easy to? Oh, no. Understand? Oh, no. No, I, I, we, we did a few, um, shows like morning shows and stuff for australia yeah i love australia thank you for listening to recapping with cam if that was your first episode congratulations you did it you can pull your head pull your headphones out turn to your left if you're on public transport turn to your right if you're in bed with somebody who sleeps on the right hand side of you and just start nodding start off soft and then become more aggressive with it and then when if they look at you like what what's up just whisper i did it don't expand on it but just know that the reason you're saying that to that person whether you're in bed with them or you're on the bus with them is because you listen to a whole episode of uh of quality of quality would you call it broadcasting maybe 